Today's guests are Giuseppe Franco, a.k.a. the boss of Beverly Hills, and his daughter Tatiana Bjork Franco, a.k.a. the creature. Giuseppe is the owner of the world-famous Giuseppe Franco Salon in Beverly Hills, and Tatiana is a food blogger and model. Giuseppe, Tatiana, welcome to the show. Thank you Thank for having you. us. Absolutely, Thank absolute so pleasure. Yeah. Um, Where'd yeah. you get that bio from? That bio? I, <laughs> Steve I have, does his research. He does deep dives. Yeah. He did some homework. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little scared of you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I grew up around a lot of Italians, but you never know. I can yes. get, get whacked at any time. So, um, we, we, Steve was telling me before we got on and before you guys got here that you did something... I'm sure he's going to get into this with the Yankees. There was a commercial. Oh, yeah. Mets. Wow. The Mets. Okay. The Mets. Oh, well, I think it aired during some Yankee games, too, or at least on the oh, channel. Oh, no, they did. They yeah. played it on a... Uh, it, uh, they were asking some stylist, world-known stylist, not just me, to uh, endorse this product called Proceed. Proceed. Now, I knew nothing about it, uh, and I also didn't have anything to do with it except I was hired as a pitchman, more or less, you right. know? Uh and at that time, you know, they said something like, look, we can give you stocks on this, which I know nothing about stocks. Same. <laughs> or cash up front. I know myself. The cash would have been spent before I even got it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're married, have uh, a patio furniture, whatever the case. Right. Is. So I took stocks in it. But they made me a household name. They oversaturated this commercial, um, and they played it obviously, on more sports channels because it was a man's product for right. thinning hair. Okay. I, obviously, I don't have to use it, but I couldn't have paid for that promotion. Then they invited me to uh, Shea Stadium, and I brought Tatiana, Lisa, my wife, and uh, a few of my Guido cousins that are met <laughs> Guido cousins. Love See, it. like, that is a New York Italian yeah. word that I haven't heard what? in three years since moving out here. Guido. About what? Guido. Oh, wow. Like, I am one. <laughs> Are you laughing? <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Well, I, mean, I wanted to, I wanted to make sure today I had my best hair day. Because now <laughs> I'm seeing you. And I'm like, all right, his hair is always perfect. Oh, and I spent always. like an hour today. I was like, yeah. I hope it's okay. Wow. <laughs> well, I've seen the I've seen your cut from back in like the '80s, and that was something. Oh. Same again, like your your hairstyle from like the 1980s. Yes, yes. Speaking of the '80s, without can't even mention the names, I decided to do a big film project dash documentary dash book with these high profile industry people what i mentioned is because the contract is being overlooked as we speak okay okay and tatiana will be part of it it's about do not laugh my early days of jersey mm-hmm. so you're from so yeah you're from jersey yeah union ah, city baby correct yeah <laughs> He's got fucking shit going on there, bro. <laughs> well, I rely on him. That's why. He did his homework. I'm just here to like help make it fun. Well, yeah, the thing is, um, it makes it, I guess they find it interesting starting from Jersey and being in Beverly Hills 41 years. Yeah. I mean, look, if I could do it, anybody could do it, regardless of what business. The thing is dedication, of course. Look, if you love what you do, it's not really considered a job. We Which, I, shit, I'm going into work whistling. I'm so excited. I love my job. If you love what you do, you're going to be great at it. And mm-hmm. if you're great at it, eventually, you know, some money comes and hopefully fame with it. But you got to find your dream. Every Look, everybody should have a dream regardless what it is. Look, I want to make the best 
Blueberry muffins. Mm -hmm. Fucking go do it, but be the best at it. I'll, I eat, will. I'll eat the shit out of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you get my point? Yeah, yeah I love it's that. It's people that don't have a dream that are pretty much fucked. Yeah, and I, I wish more, even my parents, I wish more people taught their children this instead of saying like, hey, find a safe job and make sure your life's okay. I think as kids get older, we kind of pull that dream away from them. And I don't um, like that. It, <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm definitely not a psychiatrist doctor, and I make and I'm making this shit up as I go along. So you, we all are. It. We all are. <laughs> you, yeah. you understand? But if you don't know what you want to do by at least twenty four, five, the oldest, twenty six, even, you're gonna have a little problem. I'm just being honest. Mm -hmm. The early you know what you want to do, the better. Yeah. Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to do. And it's regardless what you want to do. I mean, it doesn't have to be a hair salon. It could be anything. But you at least got to go in, in the direction of like, and don't let anybody talk you out of a dream. You know what? I, I, I want to make the best wooden tables crafted from wood and treatise. Go do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a client, and it's a true story, which will be on... The documentary, because they're going to ask, you know, a lot of my celebrity friends who say, you know, what do you feel about that crazy fucking Guido? <laughs> <laughs> Italian guy, well, they do. But uh, it'll be interesting because we already had an interview with the director. We didn't start filming yet. And as I'm telling him stories about it, he goes, how was your childhood? And I went, wait, stop right there. <laughs> I loved my childhood. Italian Catholic, I played basketball, I played football, and I played baseball, and I played wiffle ball, and street ball, and box ball, and stick ball. Yep. Sounds like my life. Yep. Well, I mean, just great, you know? Yeah. Very good. And then you got your mother who's ironing your underwear, your socks, and throwing your meatball parmesan sandwich at the same time. <laughs> So they didn't want you to ever move out. Yeah. No, even if you get married, they got a basement downstairs ready for you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they want you to live there. Exactly. So it's a great childhood I had. And then it's going to lead up. I'm just about up to the part where I had moved to Los Angeles and I had met the actor Mickey Rourke. That's about where we stopped because it's going to take a few more interviews. Cool. That's before cool. we even get, amazing, yeah. you know. When, when does it do out? A year. Okay. Wow. Yeah, they're looking at uh, either Netflix like, or HBO type of thing. That's yeah, cool. it's very beginning of everything. You know, okay. and of course, my wonderful daughter Tatiana will be in it. Look, Tatiana is an example of success and happiness because she did this during the COVID with Eats by Creature created herself, not just getting free food, but now you got a name for yourself. So she's now doing major events. That's awesome. From the fucking napkins to the exotic drinks yeah. and the color and <laughs> the invitations. But that's what the way it should be done. Yeah, and I'd like to get your perspective because it seems like we do have a similar, I guess, family structure. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was like I had such a loving support from my family that I had big dreams and I knew that I had a safety net, right? Where they yeah. were like they weren't gonna judge me. And if I failed they would kind of take care of me and like help me get back on my feet. Right. And thankfully that never happened. But yeah. I feel like it gives us such an advantage to like actually live our dream, kind of what your dad was just saying about you. Yeah, like growing up, my parents, no matter what I wanted to do, always were going to support me. They were like, it, like he said, like you want to 
make muffins and do that for mm. a career, like do it by all means. Like if you love it, you're going to be great at it. And so I've tried doing many things in my life and I found just, I think growing up with my dad and my grandma, my dad's mom, like we would cook in the kitchen together at such a young age. She would teach me how to make chicken melonese, mm. meatballs, like literally everything. And I think food has always been a passion. And then during COVID, I just created my food blog for fun. And then it turned into work. And I was like, great, I get to do what I love. And as well as modeling too, but that's really my passion. And so like having parents that support me and, you know, doing just, they're constantly like, especially him, when I have bad days as well, I'll call him and he'll be like, you know, it's just a bad day. You got this, like mm -hmm. motivates me. He's the best motivational speaker ever. Like, I and I'm you. so yeah. glad <laughs> I can have that as a dad because he's constantly pushing me, motivating me, even if it's, you know, maybe not the best. He's like, it's fine. Move past it. You got this. Like next thing, next thing. Like it's very motivating. That's awesome. And speaking about motivation, I saw that you had worked with, I don't know if you still do Arnold Schwarzenegger mm -hmm. and he's someone who I actually listen to in the gym every day mm -hmm. and kind of the way he lives his life, what we're saying about motivation and work ethic and kind of having the big dream and not letting anybody stop you. And I'm curious, like, if you surround yourself with people like that on purpose because you think that way. Not on purpose, for sure. You're going to remember, here I am in New Jersey in my childhood room. Except, you know, finally they got rid of my twin sister out of the room. We <laughs> were sleeping side to side. I, you know, nah, it's a no. <laughs> and watching television. And here I am watching, uh, or went to the movies and watched Rocky. I went, wow, amazing. Uh, the Terminator, holy shit, look at this. But remember, I, am, I don't know anything about Hollywood. I'm living in New Jersey. Only because I was blessed and hard work and everything. It wasn't my... Mission, but these people that I seen on the screen were now fucking hanging out in my salon 13 years later. Mm -hmm. Maybe I just followed a road, but with hard work. Look, there is no shortcuts. I don't give a shit what anybody said. That. <laughs> Unless you grew up with a silver spoon fucking wealthy, you know, which I have clients that have, let's say, sons that are maybe. 27, 26 years old, and she's like, she's happy, I'm so happy. <laughs> My son Aaron is now going to piano school. I go, well, good for you. <laughs> Look at that. I know the son. I go, well, I didn't know he's musically inclined. She goes, well, I said, do you have a piano? She goes, no. I go, did he ever play music? No. <laughs> I said, you sure about this? She goes, yes. I said, ma'am, you gotta remember, I think a piano would, you know, a kid would be five years old, he can hear it in his ears and play it. Yeah. yeah. She got a little offended, you know, and she goes, No, well, you're wrong. Big money though. She paid for the piano school or whatever. <laughs> About two months later, she comes in for a haircut. She goes, Oh my God, you were so right. He has no <laughs> he can't hear no. So I put him in art school. Oh god. I go, Art we art like drawing? She goes, Yeah, I go. Good for you. Did you? Did he used to doodle as a kid? <laughs> she goes, no, but I stopped right there. In other words, She's it's the money. The kid, the guy is probably 30 years old, but doesn't have to work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's going to put him into like boxing next. Yeah. Whatever. Look, he's probably in culinary school and didn't want that in acting school. But when you don't have money, look, obviously it could be not worse. You could be in Staten Island right now going out with Anna Marie Albergetti. 
<laughs> I don't know who that is. I'm sure she was beautiful. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> but you're here in Hollywood. You're doing it. So you're following your dream. I mean, to whatever your next chapter is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you touch on a lot of things. Like, I, I always talk about the road, right? And I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people are too scared to start going down the road, mm-hmm. right? Which you already done. Yeah. Um, and then passion. It's like, like this kid. You can't find your passion. Your passion finds you. And then it's, it's your job to make the most of that passion. And then, yeah, with the short-term success, we hear that all the time. It's like, oh, you should pay to get a million users. It's like, well, the short-term success is going to be a huge spike and then a huge drop. Mm-hmm. We want to build stability. Mm-hmm. I think the, you got it the right way. Mm-hmm. One, you'll know every chicken to trade. You know what I mean? Yep. Knowing the whole business. So when you have your own production company, huge production company, Nobody can pull the wool over your eyes. And you, you know what? It's called fucking respect. I don't demand respect, but I earned it. Mm-hmm. Well, hell yeah. You know, 41 years in Beverly Hills, survived the every shit that everybody went through. You see, for people in this world, anybody, you, me, we're going to have falls in our life. You know, whether you didn't get that job you wanted or fuck, I didn't... Di- this never worked out. The relationship after the year, whatever it is, that's a fall almost. It's not how you fall. It's how the fuck you get up. Mm-hmm. If you get up, mm-hmm. it's about the recovery. Mm-hmm. With some people, it's like a boxing. Do you give up after you? I've seen friends of mine that knocked down three times, fucking one mm-hmm. eye closed, and he came back and won the fight in the last round. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you we, know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So we're gonna fall. <laughs> it's human nature. Yeah. yeah. You got to get up. Mm-hmm. I love this. So Steve knows, like, we get a lot of different guests on here. And, you know, we try and keep it about dating and relationships. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love that. But to me, my passion is motivation and, like, mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. So hearing you speak, it gives me the chills. And, like, these conversations are, like, what I die <laughs> for. Yeah. <laughs> he's, so, he's so good at these conversations and motivating people. Like, people come to him all the time. Like, get one haircut. They'll give him a call. They'll come to him for advice. Like, he's so good at just, like. A make- bullshitter. <laughs> well, I'm gonna change my I, uh, I my hair. The, the thing is, there is no negativity. <laughs> yeah. Even if there is, I ain't telling her fucking negative. Yeah, yeah. it's what they get at home. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's uh, it's like I swear to you, this is true. I got a client that would come in every two months. As soon as she sit down, she goes, "Oh, I'm so glad to hear. I hate my life. I hate my job. I hate my life. I hate my job. I hate my." And I would go to my assistant, Angel. Let's get her a glass of wine. Calm down. <laughs> This went on now for almost two years, figuring every two months. So look how many visits that is. Mm-hmm. I think she called me one of these moods where I couldn't fake it out and become, you know, Giuseppe. Oh, I'm so glad to hear. I hate my life. I hate my job. I hate my life. I didn't even say angel one. I go, what do you do? For a I had to find out. Yeah. <laughs> my guess is she's 33, 34 years old. Plainy, Janie, but you know. She goes, I work for five lawyers in Century City. I answer their phones. I park in the same spot. I eat this. I go, stop. <laughs> I got that part. What do you want to do? Mm. And she hesitates, and she's like, nah, I don't think she's going to say stripper. She's, you know, <laughs> but she's kind of shy about that. She goes, I want to work with horses. I go, what? <laughs> I want to work with horses. I go, a horse? She goes, yeah, I want to. Train, not just train them. I want to do their mane, clean it. I love horses, walk them. So I go, are you married? She goes, no. I go, you got kids? She goes, no. I go, 
Go take a fucking pay cut and go work with your horses. Yeah. Love it. Uh-huh. And I said, I cut the hair. Two months, uh, two months comes by. She comes in. What do you think she did? I hope she went to work with horses. <laughs> Correct. Okay, good. Wow. Yeah, right. And she seemed much happier. And, fucking yeah. whistling. No more complaining. No. That's amazing. I love that. I've known people cancel their therapy over my bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you well, literally they, are a therapist. I swear, getting a haircut <laughs> session is like talking to a therapist. Well, I 100%. Tell it, I yeah. tell it like it is. Yeah. What you see is what you're going to get. I love that. And that's what we always say about people always ask the difference between LA and New York. And there's, you know, some differences, but one of the main ones I think is New York people are a lot more real, right? Yeah. A lot more authentic and yeah. they speak their mind mm-hmm. and you kind of what you see is what you get. And it's refreshing to <laughs> see that. For sure. I think the, the main thing is just not to change wherever you go. Like, mm-hmm. let's say you took this show on the road and you hit everywhere, even fucking Yugoslavia <laughs> and me, I swear. Yeah. You know, you got to bring who you are there. That's what makes it special. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, so Tatiana, when you, and I don't know if you want to touch on this too much, but mm-hmm. seeing how, you know, motivational and strong your dad is and how good of a shoulder you have in your head when you introduce guys to your dad how but that doesn't that happen <laughs> <laughs> does that happen and what's the process and like mm. do they have to hit a certain like you you have to be strong enough to actually meet my dad yes mentally? <laughs> yes like for sure if i'm gonna introduce someone to my dad it's gonna be when I, he's like you better be fucking <laughs> walk- shh <laughs> All American apple pie from fucking Kansas. No, it's my turn to speak. (laughs) What? (laughs) No, I think that, I mean, definitely something I look for in a guy is like the way I grew up is how how he motivates me and pushes me to do whatever I want. And something that I look for in dating as well is like someone who motivates me and pushes me to do that as well. I feel like that's very important to have in my life. And it's just something I grew up with and used to so i think definitely when i do introduce someone serious to him it would be like that yeah um i think she knows the two main rules i've been telling her since she's like 11 days old oh no <laughs> with a got? lot of curse what words I- involved <laughs> you can start really serious dating when you're 59 years old <laughs> or you could be a nun in fucking switzerland <laughs> Those are the two majors. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> All right, what what so, if yeah. what if she brings home the all American guy from Kansas, heart she, of gold, perfect in every way, but he's got a horrible haircut, <laughs> and he will not the haircut. Change it. Do, you know what? Whoever she'll she's a smart girl. I mean, she was raised correctly, and I give the kudos to the wife, to her mother, for a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lisa. I mean, it's most of it. It is mothers in a world that does the, uh, the majority of work. Nothing against. Fathers that don't, for sure. But it's old school, you know. I mean, mothers do the the, the job. But when she's ready, look, the, the, the guy just better. Oh, <laughs> fuck, he's dead. I don't even know who it is. <laughs> Fucking dead. You Whoever get, you are, get the uh, expendables cast on on him. Fucking oh tailing him God. and making sure he's nah, legit. That's all good. Look, I've seen parents in Beverly Hills raise their kids incorrectly. Mm-hmm. We know that everywhere in the world, and it's not just it's about money. Here. Yeah, I think it's stronger here. Well, I was gonna say, like, even people our age, right? Mm-hmm. I'm 33, right? So the men and women I meet my age, the ones that are in LA, they they don't have a good head on their shoulders. So mm-hmm. I, I would think the guys that you meet, the young 20 something year old guys who are 
idiots in LA. Yeah. No offense. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> when they meet you, they're probably like, oh, shoot, we can't treat her the way that we would treat any other girl in LA because not only does she come from a great family, but, yeah. you know, she's got a, an amazing head on her shoulder and her dad's here and her family's here. And it's not like yeah. some young girl who came from Kansas and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm just here to be famous. Let me try and right. hook up with some, some guys. Yeah. yeah. You, you could throw it in the dad's fucked up and kick your ass. <laughs> 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 you know what? It's all good with it. She's got a great head on her shoulder. You know, she's got her own company. Great head of hair, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you so much. She's thank modeling. You. <laughs> You're welcome. She's doing a dream. Look, you got to remember, nobody gives a shit about Paris. Yeah, all right, Paris. Italy? Yeah, all right. <laughs> Yugoslavia? Yeah, all right. Germany? Yeah. It's Hollywood people care about. Mm-hmm. That's why you move here. You don't move here to work at fucking Starbucks. You do, but you want to move here to become famous because you go to the movies and you see a 22-year-old fucking uh, guy with a sword or whatever he's doing acting. You go, I can do that. And now you're on a bus coming here to live your dream, which is good. Now you got to remember, out of 100 people that move here per hour or whatever to make it in his business, fucking almost none make it. I mean, God bless, but you got to be real. Like, I had um, a couple, and I could see him through my mirror while I'm cutting. You could tell that the guy is, like, from Kansas, let's say. Mm -hmm. Kansas is getting a lot of calls. Kansas, (laughs) wow, okay. Not against Kansas, though. (laughs) He has a Mickey Mouse show with a camera on, you know, sandals, and they're looking at me, and the wife, I imagine. And they're shy to come into the salon because it's overwhelming. You know, uh, in Beverly Hills, thousands of people in there. And, and I could see now I wave him in. I go, come on in. They go, we seen you on TV. Is there any way we can take a picture with you? I go, sure. And my clients laugh at the regular, they know the routine. He goes, but can you meet our daughter? She's outside. She wants a movie. She wants to be an actress. I go, where are you from, Oklahoma? He goes, no, Kansas. <laughs> Stop. I go, you busy? He goes, yeah, it's our, it's our last day, but, you know, we just wanted to come by and see, you know. I said, sure, I'll say hello to your daughter. What, are, what is she moving for to be an actress? I go to my client, excuse me for one second. He goes, I go, go. I go right two steps, and there's the daughter with her head down. A little hair, just real shy, and I go, hi, and she barely, I say, hi, and the handshake's like this, you know, and back down. I go, nice to meet you, and um, I go, mom, dad, come with me for a second, and I swear to God, I said this. I walked away from her, and I brought him right in my doorway, I go, take your daughter back to Kansas and do it quickly. This town is going to eat her alive. You tell me, she's what would she do? Play a tomato in the school play? <laughs> well, she was in the school play, sir. <laughs> Get her, look, it could lead into something very bad. He goes, what? I go, her movie career, career might go right into porn right away. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, I certainly said, look, this girl was no way she was going to fucking make it. Mm-hmm. Just a gut feeling. And the father started, bottom lip started shaking, crying like, thank you. He wanted to hear, what do you think? Was to say, leave her here? Yeah, I want yeah. her to do porn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you got to be truthful about that, but you also got to know not everybody makes it. Well, mm-hmm. I think what you said is perfect about you didn't meet her and already have the 
the knowledge of saying, I'm going to tell them to get out of here. Mm-hmm. You, you first met her and got her, her energy and her vibe where yeah. if you'd met her and she gave you a strong handshake and it was yeah. like, Hey, like nice to meet you and all this confidence. You'd be like, all right, she's of got course. a chance. No, no, no chance. But I also <laughs> think that's important though, because if she was going to make it with or without you, she would, she would use that as, you know, motivation or fuel to like fix her I shortcomings. Did my good deed of the day. I mean, I, I told the dad what he wanted to hear. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't far on states, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all good. All good. Well, one thing I think is really cool, I've heard, I've heard you talk about, you know, you have all these celebrity clients and friends. Correct. But your favorite clients to work with are still like the normal, everyday person, The right? cashier at Rite Aid. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nurse. They deserve it. Look, I have them raising three kids, some are divorced, some are not. They're working 18 jobs. So they really appreciate the pampering, you know, the day of beauty. Uh, the movie stars, great, great, great for business, very important for business. Mm-hmm. But they expect it almost, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And the thing is, with movie stars, why they love coming to me and love me, but not egotistically saying this, is because I just say, hang tight, 15 minutes, no, 13 minutes, I'll be right with you, chill, brother, man. That's the movie star. Have them wait, you know, like the, everybody else. Yeah. You treat them normal. And besides, you know, I threaten them, even Arnold. He goes, you retire, go, I'll fuck you up right here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh, we're best friends for 39 years. Yeah. And mm-hmm. my daughter was raised with his kids. Mm-hmm. Cool. Very tight, very, very tight. Tatiana and uh, Schwarzenegger's. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. She grew I, up I think with them. he is... And we went to the same church. Yeah. I have like a Mount Rushmore of people who I'd actually want to meet. And mm-hmm. it's no one, you know, like Brad Pitt or like yeah. any, anyone like that. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like Jay Shetty. Mm-hmm. Just like people who have some type of deep emotion to success and to passion, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So he's he's someone, you mentioned Rocky earlier. Sly I grew yeah. up watching Rocky, which I don't know if, if it set my mindset for life, but I was like, I want to maximize my life because mm-hmm. Rocky maximized his life and then Arnold Schwarzenegger maximized his life. Like mm-hmm. those people just stick with me. Yeah. But, but look, besides their dream, the thing is uh, the industry is the industry, but everything has changed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was, yeah, I feel like you represent kind of like the old Hollywood, old LA, right? where it's like yeah. coming from the East Coast, mm-hmm. you, you're still, you know, like you said, true to yourself. Yeah celebrities, work ethic, all these things that, like, I think when I think about, like, old school Hollywood, mm-hmm. the last, the, yeah, one of the last. Well, some uh, people should get some old school ethics. Yeah. <laughs> well, you look like Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. Who do I get? I get, uh, what's the guy that you see all the time? Oh, oh, um, yeah. Uh, shit, what's his name? Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. I'll, I'll, yeah, we'll think of it in a second. But I do want to talk about work Please. ethic, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because we've, we've touched on it a bunch. Mm-hmm. And I want to see, like, I want to ask both of you this question. Go ahead. You know, you have, were your parents immigrants? Or Yes. Okay, so you have immigrant parents. I know they, they had, they, they were skilled laborers, the right? From Italy, who was my older brother. Which my, town? In Calabria, Italy. As soon as we docked in New York, my twin sister and I were pretty much born there, raised in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And... I had to learn how to speak English, not Italian. Mm-hmm. You know, Catholic school, I was getting the shit slapped out of me by Sister Mary Joseph. Well, it's funny. I not understand what she was saying. With the ruler? Yeah. Oh, no, right with... across the ham. But it's funny how oh, in New York God. people don't realize how Italians were treated before. Like, now mm-hmm. it's like cool to be Italian or it's normal. But yeah. when we first got here, we were kind of like scum. Yeah, well, look... Um, 
My father was a shoemaker, fixed shoes, mm -hmm. and my mother was a seamstress. She sewed the beads on the wedding dresses, and you get $5 a dress. And that's oh. how I learned how to sew. Oh, wow. We would help out. Oh, is he, he just came to loop and then in. Oh, I enjoyed it. And she had her iron, and that's how I learned how to iron. And then the cooking, that's how I learned how to cook. You know, but yeah. uh, my father was a shoemaker, went to work seven, seven days a week. Wow. To so catch up. And because of the Italian Catholic guilt, <laughs> he wouldn't charge the policemen to fix their boots, their motorcycle boots, mm -hmm. you know, from mm -hmm. here down. And he wouldn't charge the Catholic priest to fix their sandals. I said, Dad, we fucking... But we were all ate together at 6 p.m. <laughs> and, you know, and, and it was family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is great. So do you have... So you, you and that's ethic, how my yeah. ethics came from. Yeah. And, you know? and Tatiana, how about you? Like, so, you know, the generational thing and then living in Beverly Hills, growing up in Beverly Hills, what have you specifically learned from your dad that really sticks out to you in terms of, like, work ethic or... Oh, my God, so much. I think the biggest thing is, like... Number one, just keeping a positive mindset all the time. Like, he is all about, like, no negativity. Like, even if something's negative, he will immediately turn it into something positive. Like, something bad happens, he makes me laugh and turns it into, like, doesn't have to be happy, but just, like, makes me feel better. And I think that's so important about every everything I do in my career. Like, for example, going to a modeling casting. And, I mean, I'm standing there with, like, a bunch of other beautiful girls and sometimes it's like, you know, if you don't get the casting, girls will, you'll pick on that one thing that you're insecure about on yourself. Like, you know, oh, I don't like how this on my face looked today. And then you'll really like sit with it and make, your upset make yourself upset about this. And my dad, like, even if I'm going about a modeling casting and I don't get this job, like for a second, I'll sit there and, you know, it'll, could eat me alive for a second. I'll be like, I didn't get it because of this on my body or this, but then like, I've taught myself to like snap out of that and just like turn it turn it into something like no I, I mean I could just could not be the look they're looking for but like not pick on myself or something and I feel like maybe he doesn't even realize that he taught me this but just to like change that immediately mm -hmm. like I taught myself to literally like not let myself think that like that and I think for my mom as well she's Mot motivates me to just be she supports me in anything I do as well and so but I think motivating you've taught me so much to just be like you're so inspirational constantly Good. thank you I you're love welcome. that are you, are you an only child <laughs> yeah yes. okay yeah. that's enough that. work yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, just kidding excuse me <laughs> but I agree like there's your brain can look at every single situation two ways you can look at it the negative way the positive way and you yeah. can make anything positive out of you know any situation I, and I love that and I think I think as humans, we we take rejection personal. And like you mm -hmm. said, maybe they just weren't looking for a brunette. Maybe they yeah. were looking for a blonde. In that industry, no, no, you can't let it get to your head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It could be the wrong height. No boobs. Mm -hmm. Big boobs. No good. That's the fucking way it's it works. It's true, though, yeah. If you don't have strong stomach for that, you're in the wrong business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we see that with dating as well. Like mm -hmm. when, when people get rejected on, on an app or in real life, right. they mm -hmm. take it so personal. It's like... Well, every person you meet is not going to be your your lifelong partner. It's, right. it's just probably not their personal preference or things didn't align. Don't take the rejection so mm -hmm. personal because it's probably not something you did. Yeah, I think some people come into your life as well for like a lesson or some people, yeah, life lesson, Love learning. That. Um, you just so as you go back to like the dating 
type of uh, part of the conversation. Like, what qualities do you look for in somebody, and what qualities do you think are important for? Because I'm sure you have some old school things in mind, but like, what qualities <laughs> would be important for a potential? I think qualities that are very important. I think trust, loyalty is a big one. Like, again, someone who motivates me and. I, I think something that's really attractive in someone or that will make me attractive to someone is someone who is so, ha someone who loves what they're doing, no matter what it is, a hobby or it is their career, whatever it is. I think it's so attractive to see someone love what they're doing. And that's inspiring to me. If someone, if my partner is good at, you know, what they're doing or they really love what they're doing, it motivates me to be more, just to love what I'm doing as well. Where, as if I'm with someone who's, super negative and doesn't like what they're doing it brings me down sure. i feel like other people's energy also affects mine as a person yeah definitely okay. yeah how about you and any uh are we gonna discuss dating <laughs> just, just yeah. look in again i make this shit up as i go along <laughs> same she's probably gonna have one there is no more certain there is no book i better get married by this and just say my cousin Vinny, my time yeah. clock is yeah. clicking you know <laughs> People get married, or if you're going to get married, you get married to start a family. Otherwise, people live together, and they're fine, mm -hmm. or whatever. So maybe you can have kids. The thing is, times have changed, not just because of the COVID, but a lot of it. So you you think you're going out with somebody. Uh, what I'm getting at is she might have three, four more steady boyfriends, like, this don't want anything. I don't want mm -hmm. You know, it'll be, I guess, when people, you know, you say to yourself, oh, my God, this is it. This is definitely it. Mm -hmm. Until then, who knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? So on that subject, how did you, is Lisa your mom's name? Lisa? Yeah, Lisa. Yeah. How did you meet Lisa? She's been after me. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she, what are you laughing at? <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't see nothing. Uh, beautiful Icelandic girl, you know? And uh, we had met, and it was at the age... Uh, where I, I should have, you, you know, met. huh? I know how you guys met. Well, that's true. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> how did we meet? She was working at a restaurant at the time, and right. he would call in the restaurant. This is in New send... Jersey. No, no, this is in L.A. Okay. So he had moved to L.A. with a salon. My mom had moved from Iceland, and she was working at a restaurant, and they had never met, but he would always call and send in his celebrity clients, like, hey, can you take care of? So they just knew each other over the phone. And then one day, typical, my dad is like, coming for a haircut, I'll treat you, blah, blah, blah. You know? That's pretty much how it happened. Yeah. Uh -huh. She came in, and he gave her a haircut, and... And then I asked her to move in. No. Wow. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> I about a few hours after. That. <laughs> <laughs> when you know, you know. Good girl, mm -hmm. beautiful, tall, blonde. Mm -hmm. Way taller than me. I feel like I'm you. <laughs> Hannah's Australian, she's tall, and he also tall. Yeah. Love is my favorite accent. I spent... Six months in Australia. Before I opened up, I used to do hair for only actresses and only for movies mm -hmm. oh. <clears throat> that I had met while I was working in New York City. It's a long story. It's going to be, you know, in <laughs> our crazy documentary, Dash Reality Show, Dash Book, Dash whatever. I turned down more shows, TV shows, than accepted. People go, he's fucking nuts. <laughs> I threw camera crews out of my salon with the cable wire and a big cameras and a microphone. I just took over there. Why? And it went, oh, good question. <laughs> no. You see, the director has nothing to do that she, she was way young, but 
look, when I do a TV show, I know what they want. Fucking ratings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I give you the ammunition. Edit out whatever you don't want. But just let me do my fucking thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I give no. So she goes, the show is about on Bravo E Network that this lady's getting a second chance in life. She just got a divorce to meet a new guy. Mm. And a new guy is going to be after the haircut and makeup at the restaurant next door to me, Cafe Roma. And the camera was, well, go there and follow. Anyway, the lady comes in and her hair is about, you know, to a breast level, whatever, and microphoned up, bada beep, bada boop, bada boop, and she goes, in action. And I start to do my thing with the client and I'm cutting a little bit. And the director yells, cut! I go, what's up? <laughs> Strike one. Strike one. <laughs> Correct. I go, what's up? She goes, you're going to cut her hair, right? I go, of course we need to just let me do my thing. And that action. And I'm cutting. And I'm doing my thing. And she goes, cut. Now I cover my microphone. I go, excuse me to the girl. I go, what's up with you? What, what do you need? She goes, I, come here. She goes, I want you to cut her hair really short where she gets a shock and starts crying. I go, what? <laughs> I had her the first time. Right. She goes, we need a reaction. We need it. Can you get her to cry? Just cut her really short. I go, wow. okay, the mic comes off. I go, camera guy, knowing you. Out. <laughs> I go to the lady, you stay with me. In a client, the, yeah. the lady. Uh-huh. Go, don't move. And she goes, whatever, get your camera shit out of me. Look, sweetheart, understand one thing. And I said, I'm sorry I called you, sweetheart, but. What was your name? Hi, hi, hi. She's lucky you call, only yeah. call her sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> I go, Heidi, if I'm on the couch with you, we got a bottle of wine. You follow me here. Everybody's listening. <laughs> I'm making this shit up as I go along. That day, too. Yeah. <laughs> I love this guy. I go, you're on the couch. I'm on the couch. We're having a glass of wine. I'm getting it. People are like, where the fuck is he going with this? <laughs> And this show comes on. And me and you got it on. We make out during the commercials. And <laughs> she's like, huh? I go, and the show comes on. And you got this guy, Italian guy, crazy guy, cutting this lady's hair and makes her cry because he cut it short. Would you want to go there? <laughs> I go, you think I'm going to say to you, honey, look at that place. You should go there. She's crying. <laughs> <laughs> Bad business, wouldn't it be? Yeah. That's why I threw them out. That's a good call. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the answer All to my why. Yeah. They yeah. want drama. You see, it's like being on the freeway. Mm-hmm. You're driving, and there's an accident over there. You normal life, normal people, normal thinking. You gotta look. Yeah. But you don't want to be in it, do you? Right, right. You're like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with the reality shows. I, I you don't want to be in it. Yeah. But you gotta watch it. It's yeah. Funny. Look, they just slap the shit out of each other. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> so I'm really, <clears throat> excuse me, choosy of what I select. I didn't mm-hmm. work 41 years to fucking throw. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited about this this movie that's coming out. Yeah. I'm, I'm really curious yeah, me to too. see me what too. actors play you. <laughs> or are you playing yourself? No, no. Documentary. Documentary. Oh, documentary. So he's gonna be a. Uh... I don't understand why your uh, camera guy over there turned around. It's like, <laughs> I wanna play Giuseppe. You're in. <laughs> Look at me. You're in, bro. Well, he's he's also a twin, so. I'm a twin. Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) You're three minutes older? No, actually, we're one minute apart. I'm not that 
Nice. <laughs> nice. Love that. <laughs> do you dress the same? Look the same? They do. Oh, yeah, we look the same. And they dress the nice. same. Nice. They both have style, like styles. Yeah. yeah but wow. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh. And he's got, ooh, you are loose. <laughs> he's the best. Both of them are the best. <laughs> All right, this is I this is let's get serious for a second. Yeah. Let's get serious. <laughs> this is the most important question that I'm probably going to ask you. Okay. So, Tatiana, for your first food video, mm -hmm. you went to Mulberry Street Pizza, right? Mm -hmm. What is the best pizza in LA? Both This of you. better be we get so many answers and we go try the pizza or get well, other you know And it's yeah, so yeah. not New York pizza and we're just like, why do they even say that spot? I mean, I think Mulberry, for sure. On in in Beverly Hills, um, yeah. They got like four locations. He has four locations. He has one. He just opened one in Vegas. But I would say the closest is definitely Mulberry. Okay, one thousand percent. Really? No, it's, it's across it's, the street it's from, from his it, yeah. salon. I know yeah. it's thin. They got a few locations. By the way, they have a Giuseppe Franco hot oil there. He created it. <laughs> hot yeah. oil. Hot oil. Can you, you use it on it, pizza they put and it on everywhere? Hair? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. You never know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I hear that the Sherman Oaks location, he's got the same decor, movie uh, movie star pictures everywhere, mm -hmm. boxing memorabilia, you mm -hmm. know, boxers. The tablecloths, red mm -hmm. and white tablecloths. Yeah, yeah, my thing is you have to have a red and white checkered tablecloth. That's what he has. That's what he has. And he says uh, at the Sherman Oaks location, once a week to every 10 days, walks in, the guy, and he only buys five hot oils. No pizza, no nothing. And when he tells me who it is, I go, you, f Richie's my best friend. I Richie's the owner him. of Mulberry. Mulberry, he owns okay. okay. I go, you fuck, you need to, t oh, I fucking hate you, I hate you. So I can <laughs> sue you, you put my name on hot oil without even asking me. <laughs> He's my best friend. He did, though. Right. Yeah. Bruno Mars. <laughs> Really? He's the one that goes, really? I didn't, you didn't fucking love this. this. I never met him. Gets wow. your oil on. Pizza. That's all he buys. You get, wow. I guess he lives. Why did I know and this? Uh, that's why we have the show, Tatiana, to get the, I guess he oh the truth. Oh, my God. Those are Encino uh, estates, you uh -huh. know? Uh, uh, beautiful houses. Uh, never, I've been at that location, meaning that those houses, not his, because I never met him, but he goes in himself. Wow. That's and he hilarious. would buy... Uh, uh, because I guess they put on uh, whatever. What kind of oil is test? Chili oil. Chili oil, okay. Yeah, right. You know. This and he's I'm got a, a cartoon drawing of me on the on label. The, yeah. Wow. You guys should go to the one on the Beverly Hills one. His I've been, salon I've been there, is across yeah. the street. Yeah, and then come and By say the hi. Cheesecake factory, right? Uh, no. Cheesecake is on... Around the corner. Around the corner, okay. It's Cheesecake is on Beverly Drive or something? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I know. I know and then his is on Cannon, so they're across the street from All right, each other. I'm going to try it out. I feel like you two are the most credible people. Yeah. So I'm going with Mulberry, my Mulberry, for sure. For okay. sure. Mine has been Pache. Uh, I don't know if I've had Pache's pizza. Oh. I've had their pasta. Oh, their pizza was really? so good. Yeah. Wow, okay. I trust, I'm going there next. Trust Joe's pizza taste. Yeah. Yeah. I Not, trust you guys as well, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I grew up, so I lived in the West Village for a while. So okay. I would always go to John's on Bleecker and Joe's. Mm -hmm. And like having those pizza taste buds. Yeah. I was like, I think I'm credible when it comes to the pizza rating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Mulberry's amazing. It's very like, it's thin slice. They have literally every kind of pizza flavor you could imagine. But there's this one actually that's, what is the, it's like a spinach. Cream one? Uh, the ricotta spinach. Mm, say it again. 
ricotta. Oh. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, I'm not a pizza fan, you know? I mean, wait, I got to tell you a story. Uh, go ahead. So, for my brother's bachelor party, we were in uh, Austin, Texas, right? And we're at this steakhouse, mm-hmm. and they want to order an appetizer, right? So, my brother, he's way more Italian than me. He goes, We want, we want the fried mutts, right? And the, the waiter is like, Wait, what? He's like, Fried mutts, it's right here on the, on the menu. And he's looking around. And like me living in LA, I'm like, I, I know he's saying it wrong. So I'm like, oh, he wants the, the mozzarella. He's like, oh, what's mutz? And and they, like, oh they, oh they had no. no idea what mutz was. No. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, I want to talk hair, a little bit of hair, okay? Uh-huh. You once said, got a little quote here clients with money don't get geometric haircuts, one side, one angle. They get soft, sexy hair. All right. <laughs> So I want to know. That was what, 1980 something? Something like that, yeah. Wow. I was, I was this big when I heard it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, <laughs> Just kidding. But I want to know, I want you to rate Joe and my mine's hair, oh, and shit. then also talk about what the average, like let's say the average guy has a big date coming up. What I was talking about is, uh, with that call, first of all, men's, first of all, both haircuts are great. Even if people go to the $2.17 haircut placed on the street, the barber shop, which is better. I prefer to go there myself. Well, I do the top myself only because my hair just trying to impress me and cut, mm. you know, the side. And for five hours, I'm like, fucking done. <laughs> hey, so I don't do that. But women lawyers, let's say a woman lawyer or a woman judge that you see on TV, they're not going to go and get that one side that goes over here and really shorty. Or just, they yeah. just won't. That is more for like a young girl that wants to go on a skateboard, but Mel Rosie, Mel Rosie. So I was leaning more towards the client with money, mm. you know, yeah. to come into the salon as opposed to skateboarders. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's why I opened up in Beverly Hills, and I figured, look, there's only one Beverly Hills in the world. People from anywhere in the world don't say, pack up your luggage. We are going to Van Nuys next year. <laughs> <laughs> Where? Beverly Hills. That's mm-hmm. where you're going to see movie stars. Yeah. What product do you use? For what? Right now. What product do you have in your hair? I got a fucking mix of everything. He has a product. I do cocktails. A mix works. I always do cocktails. I put a little wax, maybe some oil, sometimes some coconut oil, a little cocktail. Can you maybe later teach me? Because I'm the worst. I just buy a paste. I put it in. I'm like, this sucks. And then I take it out. And then I buy another paste. This sucks. (laughs) I don't know what I'm Keep doing. Keep painting it on. Don't even wash it off. <laughs> I'm, I'm really bad. <laughs> it works. But you know what? The, the men's haircuts, you, you, you see people that not neglect themselves, but whatever works for the man. And it does not have to be Beverly Hills haircut. Mm-hmm. Hell no. Why would it? I mean, if you're comfortable with uh, the guy, girl, dash, whoever you go to, then you should stay with them. You're comfortable. You know, you're relaxed. You know you're not going to get creative, and they're not going to get creative. And it's not about the money. It's just about being happy. I mean, I'm just being honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Do you cut Tatiana's hair? I do indeed. He's the only person that's ever cut my hair. Really? Wow. What a pain. It just <laughs> <laughs> About once a week. Now, do you let him do what he wants, or do you give and suggestions? She tells me what to do, and I, I go, of course. Him. Yeah, but he... I do it completely. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He, he does. I trust him, though. Like, if I'm like, just 
you know, make it look good. He knows exactly what my hair needs, what to do. You have literally the dream father as a woman. Oh, (laughs) my God, I know. Are Are you kidding? kidding? I take advantage of his salon. Like, every week I'm like, can you do this to my hair? Can you do this? But he actually won't. I've never, like, dyed my hair or done anything like that. It's not good for your hair, and he doesn't let me. So I've kept it natural. But you got to remember, people, I don't know how they run it somewhere else. You're getting not just a haircut. You're coming in for the whole fucking experience. Showtime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course. You know, I when I see my hairdresser or a colorist outside play with their cell phone, I go, where is Mrs. Jones that I just gave you that's going to spend $500 for a color? She's over there. And I look, and Mrs. Jones is either on her laptop or a magazine. And I'm looking. I go to the hairdresser. Come here. Put your fucking phone down. Get in there and talk to her. Talk to her about her fucking shoes, a divorce, anything. <laughs> but talk. Yeah. So what's big for me when I go into a nice place is if they remember my name. The best. Mm. It makes the world a difference That's why you do yeah. it. I That's love so it. it's customer service. And some people in the world that, whether they're hairdressers or waiters, whatever they do, you got to remember it's, it's customer service. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. how you make your fucking living. Yeah. I saw that video of uh, your birthday during COVID, mm-hmm. and I thought it was so sweet what you did. So remember when I did the, I had your salon. Everyone during COVID. Oh, with the that cars. was unbelievable! My mouth done. He was he was like mind. Blown. Nobody pulls that shit on me. Yeah, yeah. Like he, and no they, one can ever surprise the cops. I don't the know cops were in on it because yeah, they know the me. The police in Beverly Hills. What happened? So basically, I drive by. You do, I guess. It was. It you was, have to be. Yeah. So basically, for his birthday, it was during when COVID was really bad, 2020. And his whole salon, the salon's closed. He hasn't, every day he goes into a salon, like that's his second child. So he's not leaving that place ever. And so I was like, how am I going to plan this? How am I going to like get, you know, get everyone to his house or salon or whatever it is. So I, I was talking to one of the girls at his salon and I was like, we need to do something for his birthday. And we had the idea of doing the drive-by where everyone like drives by, has a sign and I was like, let's do it at a salon. And we meet every Sunday for coffee in the morning. So I was like, you know, I, f- I feel like your birthday was on a Sunday. I don't remember. Saturday. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> no, because I remember okay, okay. the drive-by. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Saturday morning, I'm like, let's get coffee. You know, it's his birthday. I was like, I have a present for you. So we meet at his salon. We're just talking. And he is loved by the police of Beverly Hills. Like, he he will literally won an, uh, an award from the mayor of Beverly Hills. Wow. Just because... He is who he is. That's amazing. And so we get in touch with the police and we're like, can you close down Cannon Drive and some of the streets so we can just have people, friends, family, and everyone in the salon drive by, no one else. So the police literally shut down Beverly Hills just for everyone. That All the people met up at a park nearby in Beverly Hills, got their signs, decorated their cars, and literally did a drive-by. So I'm like... Hearing, we hear cars, we hear people playing like happy birthday songs from their cars. And I'm like, do you know what that is? And he's sitting in front of a salon. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, what is this? (laughs) And I'm like, come here, like get into the street. Like, so we walk over and all of a sudden he sees like one person, like. Mind you, there's 72 hairdressers. Yeah. Plus other people. Plus friends, family. Like we told everyone. My mouth's like. Oh my he literally every car he's just like, doing oh a drive by. Oh Happy birthday, just having and then the next <laughs> one comes in. And people are getting out of their cars in the middle of the street with And signs. I see all the cop, my cop friends laugh. And I'm like <laughs> I look, I went in during the first lockdown, second lockdown, and a fucking third lockdown. Mm-hmm. 
like I do every morning, which is 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. So during the first lockdown, I guess I was like six, seven months closed. But every day I would go in, put the lights on like fucking Dodger Stadium. I got mm -hmm. a lot of lights. Yeah. The music is blasting. There's nobody here. No, there's nobody in town. Yeah, it's COVID. <laughs> yeah. Like it's empty in there. And here I am with a cigarette dang on fucking Windex in my windows. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do every morning now. Yeah. And only essential people would walk by. Nurses, dental hygienists. Richie owns a restaurant. You're allowed to go Rite Aid. And the nurses would go, Giuseppe. I go, are you open? I go, hell no. They're coming to close. They go, well, what are you doing here? My routine. <laughs> this goes on, on, and on. By the fourth month, I swear to God, get a phone call. because It ain't from my salon phones because nobody's calling. Mm -hmm. It's my cell phone. Giuseppe, yes. This is so-and-so from my witness news, and it's a lady's voice. I go, tell Richie to go fuck himself. <laughs> and I hang up. I can see Richie, I, but we're playing jokes on each other. Right. He's, oh, he's the one that owns Mulberry Street. Yep. Oh, yeah. We, every day I hang with him and keep my doors open. The ring rings again. They go, and the girl goes, I'm sorry. I think we got disconnected. I go, shit. I thought it was my friend playing a joke. How can I help you? <laughs> she was my, her name is Michelle Williams from my witness news. And I go, Wait, I watched you on TV. <laughs> I'm saying this. Mm -hmm. She goes, I understand you come there every day. I go, first of all, how did you get my number? She goes, somebody's here that you do works at our station, which I do. I just don't know who. Mm. She goes, can we come and interview? I go, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> you know, where am I going? It's about 10 in the morning. Just, you know, there's nothing to do. The highlight of my life <laughs> for right at that time. Right. Yeah. Sure, shit, four hours later, big van with the antenna, eyewitness news, <laughs> right in front of my salon. And the door opens. I go, I watch you. <laughs> then this big guy, uh, big camera guy, uh, big camera guy comes out. They go, Can we do the interview? I go, Yeah, yeah, but hold on. We're going to do it in my salon. I'm going to do it in my chair. You're going to get my name behind me. And you're going to step 88 feet away if you want because I'm taking off my mask so you can hear me clearly and you know it's me. Yeah. She goes, oh my God, you've done this before. I go, what's the first question, ma'am? That's awesome. She goes, oh, we understand. This is on camera. And I know I'm not going to curse on this. Mm -hmm. It's eyewitness. I forgot to watch it that night. But everybody's seen it but me. Mm -hmm. But I remember what I said because I made it up. <laughs> As you go. It was good. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, she was so we understand you come here every, <laughs> every day at 6 a.m. Why do you do that? I go, she was, we, we understand you come here at 6 a.m. Is that correct? I go, no. About 5.57. <laughs> I got to be myself. Throw it off. <laughs> so he's got the boom mic and I got my mask off and she was, well, why do you come here? I said, well, you see Michelle? May I call you Michelle? She goes, yes. I go, because that's what I've been doing for 40 years. Is every day getting here, doing this, the lights, the music. She goes, but you're closed. I go, oh, I'm well aware of that. But you see, it works for me mentally. Mm. Look, Mr. Cameraman, turn your cameras around. And there's about four, four lease. Is that Just her? Shut that off. <laughs> 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 How you, uh... Yeah. <laughs> So, it's, it's so small. the street 
it's so um, dead, you know, except for the cops and the buildings for a lease. For a lease. And then he turns back to me. I go, you see, people are going to lose businesses from this. They're going to lose money from this, meaning the COVID, the lockdown, one the lockdown. But where I come from, I will beg, borrow, or steal money. But I'll have a roof and food on the table somehow and make it work. So I'll recover from this somehow, some way. But ma'am, if you lose your mind, that's going to be your toughest recovery. And that's when I said, Giuseppe, you're so good. But I didn't say to I mean, inside. She went, oh, wow. But it's true. A lot of people lost it here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's going to be, what are you going to care about money if you fucking lost your mind anyway? Yeah. Yep. That's you know, true. so meaning it just whatever worked for people. Some people became alcoholics. Some people got really fat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people look like a glass of milk. They haven't seen the sun in a fucking year. Not, I not think it the all goes back to the mindset you were talking about earlier. Say it again. It all it all goes back to the mindset, right? During it's the not pandemic. easy. I, no, yeah. Look, I change my mind. Look, I would used to freak out. Fuck, I can't believe I broke that fucking bottle of fucking milk yesterday and the glass of... The thing is, I cleaned it up and threw it out. Why am I still fucking worried about it? Mm-hmm. It took me a long time to change my mind. Fuck it. There's nothing you think you could do about it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you do that exactly? I don't fucking know. No, I mean it. No, yeah. And the thing is, if they, every interview that I've done in the past or whatever, so where do you see yourself in 10 years there, Mr... Call me Giselle. Where do you see yourself in 10 go? 10 years. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing next week. Yeah, sounds like my dad. Yeah. No, the thing is, if you know what you're doing in 10 years, please give me the fucking lotto numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can call that. You just can't. Yeah. No, no. I don't give a shit with anybody. The boss up there might be able to call it. Mm-hmm. But there's no way you can say where you're going to be. So when people go on, 10 years, I will have 15 of these stores and four rowboats and on Hampton. <laughs> you, you know that? Well, that's what I want. What you want, what you're going to do is t- completely different things. So I got to be a little more realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mind wakes up at f- before 4 a.m., no alarm clock me. Fuck, today's paid. As soon as that starts going, it's out. Mm. <clears throat> I feel like I could talk to them for hours yeah. <laughs> we, we're on an hour we have to do the rapid fire okay. yeah so i'd love to, I, I i'm very excited to hear their answers anyway okay, well, I, okay. Too, I, I think that you know that whole um birthday covid celebration mm-hmm. was you know first of all it was like the yankee parade like it was the yankee world speaks it speaks really highly to you know your relationship and mm-hmm. how you you know what you think about your dad and and then also god bless as you're saying with the customer service and how you treat people like they wouldn't have came if they didn't yeah love you and care about you and i think that that really goes a long way we talk about that all the time with with the app is like whenever we get messages we try to treat everybody Mm -hmm. you know the same and every every message is as important as every other message so absolutely um so yeah we can jump into some rapid fire while we get that well if you have other stuff well i just want to so i was going to bring up um you know you don't really take any days off apparently we do and i know you go to hawaii once yes i was gonna ask if you guys have a favorite memory um, father and daughter trip every August day for, you know, a week Hawaii. and change. The, and then I try to sneak to Palm Springs for a two, three-nighter. By Only himself. because I can drive there. Um, she'll come with me sometimes. Most of the time I go by myself. And I do the same thing every fucking day and night. Except 
the difference is I'm not in a salon at 557, putting the lights on, changing the bulbs, cleaning the window. It broke up my routine. Even, even when the salon is closed, he's still there. Really? Like, wow. Yeah, he's literally, it's Sundays and Mondays. He's still there. Like I, he's, Somebody's got to look. I don't have partners. I started with two and a half fucking hairdressers. Mm-hmm. Got to 72 people. I expanded four and a half times. All in Beverly Hills. It also sets an example, right? Mm-hmm. Because everyone you hire, they don't just see, oh, he's the owner, he doesn't do anything. And then oh, they, no. they get kind oh, of no, hands on. Yeah. Right. And then that forces them to be like, shoot, if he's Ooh. if he's windexing the mirror. It doesn't force him, but a lot of them are not cut out for it. And a lot of them thank me. I went and opened up their own salons in Dallas, mm-hmm. Orange County. Like, thanks for yelling at me and doing it. I learned <laughs> so much. Every day I do something, remind me, I go, you're very welcome. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Yeah. What's your, you didn't answer our favorite memory. What's your favorite? Well, I was memory? curious too. You, uh, uh, what the one half hairdresser did he not have any? He or she not have any arms or not have any legs? <laughs> Who are we talking about? You said one? you started with two and a half hairdressers. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't know what that looks like. Really. <laughs> two and a half. You could tell we from the Carolinas. Just kidding. <laughs> I know you went to school there. Um, <laughs> So you started, we had two, two and a half hairdressers, we had a very small uh, amount of people, but... If he gets out of line, just let huh? me know, I'll talk to him. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, so do you have a favorite memory from Hawaii? Interview? Oh, yeah. Our favorite, I think our, I mean, we have a lot of good memories together, but I think Hawaii is a very special trip that we've got, we do almost every summer now. It's a very good bonding trip, because in LA, we're both very busy, like, we see each other, we get coffee, and I visit him at as salon like we have quite I a mean. bit <laughs> just kidding <laughs> which is great. too much but yeah i think <coughs> hawaii is a very good special bonding trip because it's like the one time where he gets away from the salon so it's like full relax like we will literally go to hawaii and just sit on the beach all day long nothing else no activities like maybe walk around get dinner but really just like spend time with each other which is very nice because when we're here it's like our schedules are so crazy that's awesome. Now, do you make him take like beach pictures of you? Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> it's work. <laughs> That's true. Of course. That's true. Okay. Influences in the wild. Okay, let's yeah. go with some. Uh, we'll go with a couple rapid fire questions okay. here. So, um, whoever wants to answer it first, then the other one can jump in. What's the best thing that happened to you today? Well, we, we usually ask this question later on in the day. It's ten. Well, he's been up for like twelve but hours. Yeah, so. <laughs> for you, it's perfect. Best thing that happened today. Uh, being here with you. Got to see my. We've daughter. never done a podcast together. You yeah, honestly, great, we feel yeah. honored because we don't know what we're getting when we get guests. Well, yeah. But um, this was really cool. So oh, yeah. thank you for taking the time having us to schedule yeah. to do this. This was, I think, I mean, literally this, this is something we've never done together. Usually it's like, I'm going to do something and I'll call him before and he's motivating or like giving me some advice. But <laughs> yeah, this is great. Yeah, it's fun. Awesome. I like it. Um, what is the best compliment you've ever received? <laughs> <laughs> You can uh, make make one up on the spot. Who cares? <laughs> no, uh, I think uh, which I get a lot is uh, thank you. You helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Not with the haircut, the mental mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Mine, I think mine is people think from Instagram that I'm like just some like typical LA girl. Like that's I what guess, Joe, Joe was saying. Yeah, like <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oh, I was like, wait, what? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, people think that I'm like. You know, just like an Instagram model, like no personality, no, no manners. I don't know. And when people meet me, they're like, wow, like you're actually really cool. You have a great personality. You're very smart, intelligent. Like, I think that's very nice because Hmm. I feel like I hear from people like, I mean, a lot of people that come here, like they're just 
they don't actually care to have relationships with people or they're not very nice. They're just like, they want to get to what they're doing or be famous, I guess, in LA. Yeah, or it's like, what can you do for me? Sounds kind of crazy to say when I say it out loud, but like, that's literally what it is, I feel like, in LA. Yeah, and I think that's our favorite part of the show is, right, we usually get people who have a following, right? Because yeah. obviously it's going to help ratings. Right. But then my favorite part is getting to know them, not the Instagram them. Yeah. Because, yeah, everybody sees just the physical, you, you take a picture on the beach. It's like, yeah. okay, like, You have no cares? idea. But then getting to speak to you, it makes that even look more impressive to know that you could compartmentalize those two things. So right. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite romantic comedy? Goodfellas is not a romantic comedy, by the way. <laughs> Godfather? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. Uh I have so many. I just watched one. I would say Friends with Benefits. Okay. With Mila Kunis. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you look like Mila Kunis a little bit. That's what I that's my look alike. <laughs> that's what people tell me, honestly. I'll take it. I love it. How about you? you? Have one? Up, you uh, unless you mention names, I wouldn't even know. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the name of the movie. Uh, oh yeah. How about you know, you're you're a tough guy, but you're a sweetheart too. What's is there a movie that made you cry? That's the next question. Uh, I'm sure in the past. More uh probably a documentary where somebody mm-hmm. a miracle yeah. happened. What's your favorite documentary? I just I'm all he loves he loves like crime. Anything like he's watching all kinds of crime. Right. And sometimes crime. I watch when I'm really stupid in the head, but it has to be like in an afternoon, Sunday afternoon, with the shades open, a lot of sunlight. Mm. Paranormal activity. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I go, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Change the channel real quick. The Yankees. <laughs> <and> go, <laughs> so you're a Yankees fan? Um, New York uh, based. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How about you? Any, any movies that made you cry recently? Honestly, I don't cry in movies usually, but the last movie I saw was A Man Called Otto. Oh, and last night I watched it. You watched it last night? That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. And I almost cried. Hannah really? Crying, yeah. yeah. No, I saw it in theaters when it first came out, and literally everyone in the movie theater was like bawling. It was It was a really good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, if you could have a drink with anyone, living or dead, who would it be? Hmm. My family. Aww. Love that. Yeah, wow. me too. That's a good answer. Wow, that's the best answer we got yeah. for that question. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Wait, somebody pick fucking somebody. No. We get crazy just, answers. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, well. uh, do you have a favorite quote or a mantra that you live by? Mm. You bring them home, I'm going to fuck you up and then him. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you both up at the same fucking time. <laughs> oh, God. That's amazing. <laughs> he goes, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, uh, do you have yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was good enough for both of you. Uh, two more. What's your biggest fear in life? Sharks. <laughs> of the unknown. Yeah. Honestly, of the unknown. Okay. It's mine too. Okay. Um, what does love mean to you? And that could be romantic love or family love. Mm. I guess it's everything. Yeah. Family, I, love. What else is day on family. the Family. My friends, you? Friends, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I definitely not going to say, you know, some other people would say, I love fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> I would say family. Yeah. Uh, without family, you know, look, everybody's going to have their day. When? I don't fucking know, but I'm just saying. And if you don't do the right thing, getting there, might be fucked up on the way down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I could speak for both of us. Huh? Um, I think I could speak for both of us, but just speaking to both of you for the last hour, 
um, in LA, you kind of want to find your quote unquote LA family. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like being associated with you guys, you just kind of built mine a little bit because it feels like it's home and you guys are amazing people. So thank you forever. Yeah. Um, And I will say the actor that Joe gets a lot is Frank uh, Grillo. Yeah. Frank Grillo. Do you know Frank? Only by that uh, film. No, he's better looking than that. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Joe also has a favorite question he likes to ask the oh, guests. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. Oh, if you could have one law in the world. Can I have what? One law in the world, as crazy as you want it to be. One what? Law. 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 Um, <laughs> as crazy as you want it to be that everybody has to follow and live by, what would it be? Oh. I know it gets steep. That's... Uh, no, I mean, I'm not going to say uh, spread the love, maybe just some fucking peace mm-hmm. and quiet, maybe. <laughs> peace and quiet. No, no, I, <laughs> quiet peace means quiet. everything quiet, not news. Life goes on. But how about no bad news, uh, no good news, but just maybe No negativity. Just, no yeah, bad news. No like negativity. Yeah. Okay. I'm with that. That, that. You know what? I guess, as they say, misery accompanies fucking misery. Look, I fired people, fucking excellent hairdressers, because of that fucking negativity. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I couldn't. After like 59 days in a row, good morning. What's up, and this, and this. I agree. Got to get rid of that. I don't want to say the word cancer, but you know, like every uh, bushel of apples, you're going to have a few raw ones. I, don't, I guess it's, I'm old school. Take the raw ones and throw them the fuck out. What do you, what do you need them for? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You, you know what I mean? Waste of time. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so where can people find you either online or if they're interested in learning more or coming to the salon? Yeah. Yeah. Haircut, you can... Oh, he has an Instagram. I don't know if our audience could afford it, but maybe. You never know. <laughs> it's, come in and check it out. Yeah. Don't even worry about the You won't regret the experience. He has uh, Instagram, Giuseppe Franco Salon, and my Instagram's Tatiana Bjork Franco or Eats by Creature. Yeah, I'm excited awesome. to go Eats by Creature. I didn't yeah. know about this. Yeah. I looked a little this morning. I got really hungry. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, if you made it this far, thank you so much for watching. You can find us at First Rounds on Joe, at Steve Rossiter underscore. Most importantly, at First Rounds on me. Shout out to Dr. Self Tapes for the amazing work. Shout out to Editor Joey. Thank you so much for watching. Check out one of our past episodes.